All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and Isaac Bayer. So you ate Thanksgiving by yourself, well, is that what you're saying? I, but, but yeah, but my point is when I got home and I made I made the whole spread, you know what I'm saying? I got off work probably two. Yeah, I did because I got off work two, took the dog out, went home, made it home three-ish. And, you know, I did the whole thing, you know, I had the mashed potatoes, I had the sweet potato casserole, I had the corn, I had, you know, crescent rolls, I had a pie that I made. Yeah. You know, I wasn't doing anything. All all just for you, right? Oh, yeah. And then, you know, I didn't buy a big bird uh, for turkey. I bought a two pound turkey leg and just ate that. And that's fine. Also had some and, cranberry jellies. Well, I hate that you stuffing. Were, don't forget it. Yeah, I hate that you were by yourself on Thanksgiving. But it is an interesting visual to see maybe this this table, and it's just full of enough food for oh, a family of eight. It and it's was just you sitting at that table. It was comical, and half of the reason that I did it was because I knew it'd be so funny. The other half is because I loved cook. And I really wanted to just kind of spread my wings a little bit this Thanksgiving. But the other half, I said, you know, it'd be funny is if I cooked a full feast for one man. Do you take a picture or anything? Uh, I just took a picture of my plate. You know, I didn't line up all the dishes. I didn't have enough room on my table, believe it or not. Right. Well, lots on the counter. uh, Getting past that. um, And if you guys... Can you hear that? Is that coming through the microphone that loud? I don't know. It's too quiet. It's too quiet. Why? Okay, good, good, good. That's good. Well, there's Where are really, you by now? There's this really loud You're in uh, an undisclosed government safe house because what's behind you is not. Yes. Well, uh, I'm happy to say normal. that that I am currently testing the acoustics in a possibly new studio. So, we're really excited about this opportunity. It's an art museum. Well, it looks good in here. It's already furnished and we we got a hell of a deal on it. It's a it's an old closed down huddle house. They boarded up all the windows, so that's um, got to be a nice. Hazard. Looks it looks nice on the inside. That's all that matters. But that's where I am today. You I, know, I, I went said, to a huddle house once. A huddle house been, or a haunted house? You ever been house? to an operating huddle huddle house? Yes, I've been to a couple. You know, um, I but, you know I went to a huddle house one time. It was the only time I ever went. I think the waiter was on psilocybin. Yeah, and the last time that I went to a huddle house. The server was complaining about someone that worked there stealing money from them. And then two weeks later, that huddle house closed down. So huddle houses don't have a great wrap, um, but this one just looks beautiful on the inside. Now, it still looks like an actual huddle house on the outside. Even while I've been kind of doing the tour to see if I would be interested in the property, people have been walking in expecting to get pancakes and eggs and (laughs) things like that. That's Uh, unfortunate. I said, hey, is it okay if I test it out? Like, I mean, the, the most important thing is to see how it sounds. And unfortunately it is very close to a construction site um <laughs> so that's that if you're going to hear anything it's it's those I'm not noises. Hearing well that's good because i can definitely hear it and i was worried about it but anyways we've done a lot of jabbering and wasting time which is what In we often do here at all you need to know um but my name is quinn eaton and with me today is isaac bayer isaac uh thanks for joining me dj a little busy uh, of course last week we took the week off because of some technical issues and also it was thanksgiving it no was thanksgiving gonna, we in the past we have done thanksgiving episodes or things related to thanksgiving where we were hoping that people would 
maybe play our podcast while they were eating Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we had many emails that said that people did that, but we also had many emails that said that people weren't doing that. So yes. instead of doing another Thanksgiving episode, we just said, hey, here's the one from last year. Take it or leave it. And I and, think that yeah. that's completely fine, right? What were you going to yeah. say? Well, no, I'm just saying, you know, the first five years, you're hot on the grind. But, the, you know, the next five years, where you're taking a one or two steps back, keeping it chilly, keeping it casual. Yeah. It's a very casual offensive, you know. And I think what we could even Enjoy do is your Thanksgiving. at this point – we could redo episodes and people would not know. It's not like one of those things. Oh, well, they already did this on episode 86. Like we don't, I don't think we have any diehard fans that are going to call true. us out on if we've done an episode before or not. And you know so what? We do maybe have that you, flexibility. And maybe you should, maybe we should go back and revisit the episodes and just see how much better well, we could do. That's great. And it reminds me of what Taylor Swift is doing with her album. She's going back and re-recording them and, well, she's doing it for a reason to so she can technically own her music. We would be doing it because we would go back and say, wow, this episode was a stinker. Let's see if we can do this a little bit better this time. What if you just did like the first uh, before you change the format, like the first 25 or whatever it was? So maybe like we should just all, redo all of those. All you need to know remastered. Yeah. Kind of thing. Ex- yes. Wow, man. I, like, I really I like think we idea. uncovered something here. Okay. So I'll write that down. Um, but that's not the episode today. Today, we're talking about something that uh might uh it's going to be pushing it since this will be almost a week after thanksgiving but it's something that's a part of thanksgiving it's something that's a part of thanksgiving it's something that uh you know it happens in throughout the regular year but it does seem like the holiday seasons they really kind of show themselves and so i'm excited what's that why well we're gonna get to that uh that's why we're introducing the topic and then Isaac, you've been here long enough to where we introduce it and then we kind of dive into it after we introduce it. Yeah. So you haven't said wet your beak in like a few uh, months. I actually honestly really forgot. wish you'd bring that back. I forgot about that phrase, wetting the beak. That's what we're going to be doing today. Simply wetting our beaks on this topic. This is episode 242. Today's topic, leftovers. Isaac, that wasn't before, a surprise. No, I, I don't see the title. I think, well, I mean, they saw that because they literally saw that when they clicked on the episode title. Yeah. Um, you know, I, but this feels like an episode you already done. I'm sure you maybe, haven't. Maybe it, it is. feels like it is. Maybe it is. That would be perfect that we stumbled That'd be upon hilarious. that revelation of, hey, maybe That'd we should redo funny. episodes. But that would be don't so know. funny that it wouldn't be funny. The more that I think about it, if we were to do these quote unquote remastered episodes people would just be like they're done they're they are sliding <laughs> downhill it's an avalanche you think it'd be of that mediocrity bad? yes it would be an avalanche <laughs> of mediocrity people would say i'm done with this if they can't think of another idea i mean i mean we're talking about leftovers is a remastered episode really that bad of an idea and i think that the fact that we're talking about leftovers is even an idea that was kind of left over after we went through all the good ones right so I think that there is a lot to get to here. I love leftovers, and that's how we're going to start the conversation. Love them or hate them. What are your thoughts on leftovers, whether they be you know Thanksgiving, Christmas specific, or just the regular old, hey, yeah. I just cooked a yeah. pork chop dinner last night and I've got an extra one. Right. 
And and you know what? I really don't. I'm not a big fan of pork chops. You know, I don't ever make pork chops here at home. Okay. And, well, you know, when you I do go home to visit, I don't really eat a lot of pork chops. Don't get cut. But I'll, don't get caught on the specifics. And we're just talking about leftovers in general. That was just an example. Right. But you know what? I don't, I don't like when you do this because you'll hit me with a question, and oftentimes it's never so simple. It's never so simple, you know. And I what think do you I mean? can speak. I think I can. You're gonna I hit just me said, with that. I, I literally said like leftovers. Lefto I said leftovers, love them or hate them. That's pretty and simple. And you know, it's never that simple. And you'll ask me questions like that often. And, uh, you know, I think I speak for everybody when I say that it depends on the food. There mm. are foods terrible leftover and you might as well throw out if you're not going to eat it. And there are foods that you might even say, you know what? I kind of like it better heated up. Right. Right. You know, and I think, and I think it's like that for, I think, for any number of food. So you're saying that simply it depends. Some people might love leftovers. Yeah. Some people might hate leftovers. Same person might have both. And it just depends on what that leftover food is. Yeah. I think the most popular leftover food item, and you you tell me if I'm wrong on this one, is mm. pizza. Right? It's an easy one. That's an easy one for sure. You order a large pizza... You would love to finish the whole thing, but you know you shouldn't. So then yeah. you leave a couple pieces and then you eat it later on. That's one of sure. those leftovers that you don't even have to warm back up. It's great just as it is, cold. Now, see, that's see that's where we get into some muddy water because, you know, with, when it comes to cold pizza, I'm a real adamant hater. Uh -huh. In fact, I won't even I won't even put it in the microwave. I, I'll preheat the oven and an oven roast it to get it back to its original sure. luster, you know? And then I'm thinking there are just some foods like you mentioned that just, you can't, once they're done, once you have them fresh, they're done. And it's sushi. The first You're not thing taking home sushi. Sushi is, is a good one. I was thinking French fries. If you have leftover French fries, whether you went out true. and got some no, that's or, or you yeah. baked them at, in your yeah. oven at home, it's yep. just not going to do it. Now, I will say something that has revived the leftover French fry industry is the air fryer. I've heard great things. Wow. I've heard great things about throwing leftover French fries into the air fryer I think and you then put being good as new. Yeah. yeah. Has the air fryer single-handedly advanced the leftovers industry? Do you think that I the leftovers industry pushed out the air fryer so that they I could have more leftovers? Oh, you think it's a conspiracy? Yes. You know, it's hard to say, but the math adds up, you know, so it's hard to dispute. I mean, how many people have you met in the past five years that said, I got an air fryer and I love it? You want to know something? Can I clue you in on a little secret? Sure. Where I work, I work at, I'll just say it, I work at an ice rink and there's a concessions wow. stand. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we've got things like candy bars and whatnot, but we've also got hot foods like pizza rolls, Hot Pockets, popcorn chicken, tots. The list goes on. Um, and when somebody orders a hot food, straight – we have two air fryers, and that's all we use. We cook everybody's hot food in the air fryer. Is we've got a little – industrial-sized one? Or no, what? it's two – we probably bought them at Walmart in 2019. Mm. And they – are killing the game. Why do you think it's called a concession stand? I, I honestly just thought of that because it seems to me like anytime you go to a concession stand, it's often shameful, right? Depending on where you are, but especially an ice rink. Shameful. If, yeah. If you go up to an ice rink and you decide to order the fried shrimp at the ice rink, Who's... you're 
you're conceding Woo! you're conceding that your life is miserable i think that's why it's called a concession stand <laughs> well we all first of all have frozen sh- pop yeah shrimp it gets bad I mean, anytime you go to an ice rink or a bowling alley and you go up there and you you just kind of grimace and say, I'll, I'll take the corn dog. You're conceding that things are going so bad <laughs> that you are having to resort to it, ordering a $1.50 corn dog that's well, been in the bottom of a freezer for three years. Well, you didn't you didn't eat beforehand and you certainly didn't get any leftovers uh, from so, so you're before you before you left. It's a concession of hunger. Yeah, is what it has saying. to be. Yeah, I okay. mean, what else would it be? Or thirst if you're but getting a nice. Are cold you brewski. taking? Do, you ever taken home anything from a concession stand? No, leftover. You ever said, "Oh man, I got this massive thing well, of nachos." You know what? Let me I, take this home. What? And let, been, now let me okay. let me cut you off right there. Yeah, you asked me a because question. It, I was just answering it. But, but yeah, well, there's a, it's a two part. It goes a little deeper because you know you you're thinking right now bowling alley. Ice rink. I'm thinking, what if we went so far as to even say, like, NFL stadium, you know, good proper concessions where they give, you know, you could order a whole like cheesesteak or something. That's debatable. That you know, where do you draw the line? I I was going to say that I've been to a baseball game and ordered peanuts and taken the half of peanuts, half the bag of peanuts home, kind of thing. Wow. But if it's a hot food, I I mean, you're not taking anything out of the stadium. They might might not even let you. Most of the time, they might not even let you. Well, they can't stop me. Yeah. But I wouldn't do it anyway. So I, I think we need a, I mean, concessions and stuff. We got off on a, on, on a little That's bit, a bit of, of a tangent, a side road. But getting back to leftovers, love them or hate them. I personally love leftovers. I love the idea. I would oftentimes in college cook more than I knew that I would need so that I could take those leftovers to uh, work the next day in a little Tupperware container, right? I always loved the idea like, oh, I don't have to make a sandwich. I can just take the leftover uh, shrimp and grits to work. You wouldn't. You've never made shrimp and grits. I have. I have once. And I, I want to say that I threw that out there because I'm trying to think of like the those obnoxious things that you would take to work in microwave in the office. Anchovies. Anchovies. Anchovy pizza. Of any kind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shrimp and grits. That's one of those things because we're talking about leftovers and and whether or not you should you should trust them. That, or, yeah, that's one of them. Shrimp and grits. Yeah. I don't think you take that home. No, I way. don't think you take that home. No way. And I'll say this: I've been thinking about it while while we've been talking. I think bread based, grain based items. You generally you're not taking home. I'm talking any kind of like pancake, French toast type stuff. You yeah. know, like bread pudding. You're a not pancake. taking anything. A pancake. Yeah, any kind of, any kind of. Um, you know what? When it, you, you might take like a bit of a cake home, like a slice of cake or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, I'm thinking any kind of bready item. You really? That's something. You know what? You're taking something hearty. You're taking, uh, you know, maybe like a hamburger or half of a steak, or maybe you're taking a risotto. Yeah. You know, meat, uh, veggies, meats. Yeah. Um, anything that you think. Any kind of. Might- Bar food, I would say. Okay. We said pizzas and burgers and things like that. And I, I think what we need Grease to, content um, is important. Grease content is very important. And I think that we've kind of been talking about leftovers in the sense of you cooked a meal and now it's time to 
you know, decide what you're going to do with the leftovers. But I've been flowing. You can have leftovers whenever you go out to eat, too. You could go and get uh, a nice meal at Cracker Barrel. Maybe get the chicken tenderloin dinner with green beans, hash brown casserole, and some sweet whole baby carrots. And then... I'll see. Now, I don't like sweet whole baby carrots. Well, that's what they specialize in is sweet whole baby carrots. Well, that's... You know what? That may be true, but I've never been a big carrot fan, you know? I big like carrot or small, you know, or the baby carrots and they chop them up or whatever, you know, even in like a dish, I wouldn't put carrots in, you know. I've been judged at Cracker Barrel for, for getting s- carrots. Well, not well, it's not specifically getting carrots, but whenever I order saying, and I'll take the sweet whole baby carrots. They're it's like a bit, just, it's a bit interesting. They're like, just say carrots. Anybody that I'm eating with. And I'm like, well, that's they have it on the menu, sweet whole baby carrots. And I'm gonna say it like that. And it's I'm like a matter of principle. And I'm going to emphasize the baby because I I like to say a sweet whole baby carrots, kind of like kind of like that. And Just how does the waiter respond? To they're that excited too. They're excited they're like, too. Wow, somebody's ordering the sweet whole baby carrots. They usually match my enthusiasm, and I think part of it is is me ordering and hoping that like confetti and. All this stuff's going to just burst out of the ceiling and say, like, congratulations, you're the first person to say sweet whole baby carrots (laughs) in its full length. You win a $100 gift card to Cracker Barrel or something like that. That's usually what I do. I'm always looking for an incentive, and that's the incentive that I'm looking for there. But leftovers, right? Would you take carrots home? I would take carrots home. I would. See, that's – I think, you know what? I think you're crazy for that. A carrot is a carrot. It's and not, listen, it's not, I mean, you could buy a bag of carrots for $2 at the store. Right. You don't need to take them home. Well, I, they're, not I wanna, good, they're not that good. I want to move away from carrots as, as riveting as talking about carrots uh, is. I want to instead talk about the idea of leftovers and the mindset that you have. Cause we're already talking about, oh, this isn't going to, this isn't going to reheat well. This isn't going to be good if I, you know, put it in the microwave or throw it in the air fryer. But one thing that we haven't talked about is the length of time that these leftovers can last. And this comes into play very much so during the holiday season because you've got a lot of leftover dressing. You've got a lot of leftover sweet potato casserole. Yeah. Oh yeah. How many days are you giving it? You know and you know what? That's a good question because because what you got to understand and we got to do a bit of a deep dive here because you know if I've said it once I'll say it a hundred times it's never that simple. You know, you love to you love to paint these things in black and white. It's always gray. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll say this, you know, my mother used to tell me when she was growing up in the rural South, when their family would gather together, you know, it would be her immediate family, you know, multiple uncles and aunts and then the grandparents. Right. And so it'd be a very sure. large. Right. And so they would set this big table, eat, right. Lunch or whatever, midday, take a second tablecloth. Throw it right over. Don't move nothing. You know, lid on it, whatever, tablecloth, boom. Leave it on the table. You know, five, six hours later, you come back for dinner, tablecloth off, you're right back to it. Don't even heat it up. Well, I'm sure you could probably heat it up if you want. But the table's already set. Everything's already in the dish. You know, you don't got to get it. And so you have phase one, leaving it alone. Then you have phase two, which is in a Tupperware, in a bag or whatever, in the fridge. Last a little longer, right? That's a that's a multi-day. But then you've got, man, I made like eight gallons of stew. What do I do with this? Well, you freeze it. And once you start freezing stuff, it don't matter. You got that homie huh. as long as you want it. That's a so long-term you gotta, plan, ex- Exactly. So you got to differentiate. You know, what are you putting in the fridge? What are you putting in the freezer? 
what do you leave it on the table and throw in a tablecloth? Exactly, over? exactly. So you gotta, you know, you gotta make these dis discernments. Here's my answer to the question. I think if you go out to eat and you bring food back, you gotta eat it the next day, or you're throwing it out. Whoa. If you if you cook a meal, right, like a Thanksgiving meal, mm. I think you've got a two day window. Wow. Two? That's it? I think in you've the got fridge? a two-day window. Yeah. And most of the time, I mean, how much are you how much is left over? Like I think most of the time it takes care of itself, right? Depends maybe not for you. you maybe not for you, since you cooked a meal for eight people and just ate by yourself or I ate mean, a, a big eight-gallon thing of I stew, which is a huge amount of of soup or any sort of chowder, especially chowder, because chowder's thick. But I do love chowder. I love a good chowder. Do you too. love a good chowder? I love a good Where's chowder. Where's the best chowder a, you ever ate? I love a thick soup. All right. I love a bisque. I just oh, cooked a bisque. Wow. Just cooked you know, a bisque the other day. You're making me think back, you know, the best clam chowder I ever had. You're thinking New England clam chowder. It was on the West Coast, actually. Really? Up in the Northwest. I'll never forget looking out over the ocean, yeah. over the Pacific Ocean, having a having New England chowder. clam chowder. It was the thickest, most delectable clam chowder, and it was rich. Funny that you it was say a that. rich clam chowder. Funny that you say that because I have a similar story. The best cup of chili I've ever had was at a Gaddy's Pizza, and it's similar. Well, no, this is this is true, and and I hate every single time I bring up this story. People say, "Are you sure it wasn't just meat sauce?" Yes, I know what the difference is between meat sauce and chili, so it always bugs the hell oh, out of me. Meat you a bowl of meat sauce and a pizza buffet, and no. that stuck out in your mind. That's the best cup of chili you've ever had. You are going. You are going on the same path that all of the people <laughs> that I tell this story go. I I've know. I've never seen chili at Gaddy's. I've never seen. So for those that might, for those that might not know, Gaddy's Pizza is a is a buffet chain. That, pizza uh, buffet of all yeah, things. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen a lot of them. I think they're actually probably shrinking in size, oh. uh, and 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 then the spread of of the Gaddy's franchise. But they usually have spaghetti set up. Um, they might have some other pasta. It depends, and then they have the rest That's of the exactly buffet it. reserved to pizza. No, was it next to the spaghetti? This was <laughs> was labeled chili, right? And I said, what the hell's chili doing here? But I myself love chili. I decided to give it a try. It is the second best cup of chili I've had <laughs> behind my family recipe. And it was one of the most unbelievable out-of-body experiences I've ever had. So that's very similar to what you were talking about, where you had a good cup of clam chowder in <laughs> the West Coast. Close. Um, but, and I'll tell you what, if if I could have taken that whole uh, little container thing of chili from that Gaddy's pizza and had it for leftovers, I would have. But I didn't have that. What do you think option. their secret was? Why was it so good? Do you think? I don't know. It, it, it was a good combination. I, I like a, a spicy chili, but not too spicy. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> and they just found that that balance point. Um, and and I yes, it was not meat sauce. I promise, because it was labeled chili. And but here's always the real question. Ask, did you take any home for, for leftovers? No, I didn't because it's not one of those options. With buffets, that's usually not an option. You can't say, "Hey, can I have a box?" There's, they say, "No, that's not the idea of this. You eat everything here and then you leave." You so, never, you never bootlegged a leftover. I've never. Well, 
Like I, you ever I, had like a I've probably ever, stuck like, something in, your in a napkin. Yeah, I probably stuck something in a napkin, and yeah. that's that's where uh, the girlfriend's purse really comes in handy if if you have that option. Say, hey, uh, why don't you why don't you get that little uh, uh, I don't know Yeti cuff that you have in there out so I can put some chili in it, kind of thing. And then they <laughs> yeah. just stick the chili in. It's right and next have, to the spaghetti, and the I label's have, scratched off, but it's definitely chili. I have snuck a slice of pizza into a movie theater too. Uh, that's wow. a pretty easy one. Uh, one and, and slice, two slices specifically, okay. and it right, was uh, the hoodie pouch um, that that really came in clutch there. I remember wow. I wrapped them up in napkins and then I put them in the hoodie pouch. And also from walked, walked right in. I might not have been from Gaddy's at that point, but um, enough about Gaddy's and, and their world famous chili. I want to talk more about leftovers. That's astounding. Uh, yes, yeah, specifically the TV show, The Leftovers. Right, doesn't have to do with leftover food has to do with leftover people very similar to uh what happened in avengers infinity war and avengers Endgame, where people just disappeared half of the population just disappeared and then there were people still there that's the idea of the tv show the leftovers people i think wake up and all of a sudden like i don't know 65 70 percent of the population is gone what do you think about that i've never even heard of that show oh okay but it, it was, sounds interesting. Is it a little sci-fi, a little mystery sci-fi. thriller? Most definitely sci-fi. Wow, you know, that's right up my alley. Where do you yeah. watch something like that? Um, let me check. Let me see if I can find it here. Um okay. I'm not sure. In the sure. meantime, what else? What other leftovers can we talk about? It's on HBO Max, the leftovers. The Rwandans. There's some leftover Rwandans. I'm not sure what that means, but yeah, I wanna you know the it, Rwanda genocide. So, you know, there's a there's probably some leftover people there. Yeah, and let's just move on. Died. Let's move on right past that and talk about repurposing leftovers, right? So, what do you mean by that? Repurposing leftovers. Sometimes, whenever you have Thanksgiving, right, and you have dressing and turkey and cranberry sauce, you say, "Well, what am I supposed to do with this?" Because I don't really feel like being repetitive and eating this exact same meal again. That's wow. where you introduce two loaves, or not two loaves, but two pieces of bread, and you make Whoa. a Thanksgiving Sammy. Whoa. You know what? Actually, I was gonna. I was really. I was sitting here prepared to rebuttal, but you know what? That's actually. I, I did do that once. Maybe one time I put some turkey on a sandwich with some cheese, and I said, "You know what? This is pretty good." Maybe wouldn't do that with a two-pound turkey leg, though. Maybe you slow cook a ham, and then you have some carrots and some peas, Ooh. right? And then I you say, "This was that. a great meal," but now I don't know what to do. What's with the rest of this? That's when you that. throw it in into a big pot. You get some uh, broth, well, and baby, you got a mm. stew going. You know, I'm not a big into carrots, as we already established. You know, peas either, really, for that matter. Yeah, don't get why hung up would, on the specifics again. Why you would, it's just a, it's just an example, is, is what. But I was why would you slow cook a ham with carrots and peas? Do you think? No, 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 why no. You, you slow cook the ham, and then for side items, you had oh, carrots and gosh. peas. Yeah, you just ruined the ham, probably by doing that. You can eat the pea. You can eat the peas and carrots separate. You don't have to eat the peas and the carrots with the ham. I was simply throwing out an example of ingredients that you could eat separately the night before and then throw into a stew the next day. That's and all you know, I was saying. At, and for that matter, I'm not a big green bean fan either. If you, if I'm being honest, hand to God, green beans are my favorite. And I don't know why I said hand to God. It's it's like people think that I might not actually be telling the truth here. But I love the versatility of a green bean because you can cook it. Yes. Green bean? You can cook a green bean. Or you eat it with something. 
No, 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 no. You cook it. That's it. You cook it in brown sugar, right? Whoa! You got a stop little that. You got a little sweet green bean. You're getting out you, of line. Here. You cook it in some Creole. You got a little spicy green bean. No right? way. No way. You cook it in some uh, cream cheese with some. Throw some shredded cheese on there. Maybe some fried onions. You got a oh savory green bean. So I... the green bean. Of all the veggies, it's one of my favorites. I've never had leftover green beans because I don't ever make a green bean. Mm -hmm. Green beans, so good. And you can't repurpose a green bean. You know what? Really, the only thing you can repurpose, I would say, is meat. You're not repurposing anything else. Maybe for the most part, but I think anything can be repurposed. So You just have to be creative. And that's the fun thing about leftovers is oftentimes it'll leave you in a position where you have to get creative in, in order to figure out what you want to do with them. Now, one thing that I want to touch on, uh, because we haven't really mentioned it, is a leftover dessert. Now, I, I think with desserts, most of the time there aren't any leftover because they're so tasty and scrumptious. Yeah. But yeah. let's say, like in your instance, you baked a pie for yourself. I did. Because you, yeah, because you didn't have anybody to eat with, which yeah, again, a I'm so of a, sorry a about. Of, you but... know, I'll cut you off right there because it's a little bit of a story, actually. You know what? Back in 20... Uh, 19, mm -hmm. 2019, 2020, you know, that time period there, I've been, I was making pies once or twice a month, whipping out pies. I, one day. Fruit based or, or what was the. Yeah. Base mostly the fruit pie? based. You know, I did a chocolate pie once, uh, mostly fruit. I'm a big fruit fan. It Black was all berry? homemade, you know. Blackberry, short cherry, love a good apple. I think I did raspberry at one point. You uh, buying the crust or are you making. No, it see, that's the difference is that I, I, it's all homemade. I make the flat, I make the dough, you know, I even make the filling. Um, and so I, I, you know, my family, you know, my grandparents down to my father and then to me, we make these pie crusts homemade. If I was to buy a pie crust, it'd be bad. I'd get a phone call from them. Yeah. But the one day dough boy makes a good, makes a good. I pie mean, crust, it's I just say. not the same. And one day I messed up a pie crust so bad. I made it and then I, I put a little, I said, oh, it's a bit dry, a little bit of water, a little, a little bit wet. I put a bit of flour and then back and forth. I did this over and over and it was disgusting. This I didn't, I didn't cook it through the whole ball away. Yeah. And you I went, exactly yeah. right into the trash. Since 2019, 2020, I have not made a single pie for two or three years until uh -huh. Two days ago, when I made that pie, that was my first pie in two or three years. You felt and good it about came it? out, and it came out great. Good. I'm back, right. and it's and you know what? Three quarters of that pie is left over sitting in my fridge. And and, and so that that, in my opinion, can last three, four, five months. And Whoa. so, what, what was that? Five months. Well. <laughs> I don't know. There's just, there's not a lot. There's not a lot that can make a pie go bad. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's, it's sweet. It's sugary. Uh, it might have some preservatives in it. Right. You know, what's funny on that note, I used to love hostess snack cakes, right? Or really any sort of snack cake. I've never seen you eat one of those. Oh, uh, we had a whole episode about it. You should go listen to it. It was DJ and myself talking about it. I did something like that once. What I, wanted, what I wanted to say is that now I can eat these sweet, scrumptious treats that are on the shelves of any grocery store that you walk into. And I go, and I say this, but I don't really know what I'm saying. I say out loud, most of the time to no one, 
because I, I live mostly alone. But I, I say, I can taste the preservatives in this. Isn't that sad? So you're talking about making a pie from scratch. I can't yeah. imagine how good that would taste versus a pie that, Fresh. you know, they a Marie Callender, right? That's thrown in the freezer for yeah. who knows how long. Oh, and yeah. then you pull it out, you take a bite and you go, oh, yeah, hmm. I, I can taste the preservatives in this. What does a preservative taste like, would you say? See, that's what I can't put my finger on. Oh, I could, I could do it. I'll tell you. I know exactly what it is. It's a little plasticky. Yeah, it's like fake. It's like... It's like the uncanny valley of foods. Mm -hmm. You know the uncanny valley of foods. Yeah. Well, I'm okay. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's precisely right. That's what I think it is. I think it's an uncanny. I think you recognize that something's off, and it and it activates your fight or flight. But those preservatives can make something be a leftover longer. Right. One time there was a snack cake. Okay, this is a true story. There was a snack cake that I put into a backpack, right? And I just left it there. It stayed there for years, right? It's one of those things where, you know, you, you were on the playground for the last time and, and you didn't realize that was the last time kind of thing. I right. used that backpack for the last time, but I didn't realize it was the last time. I didn't prepare that backpack to go into hibernation. So a little hostess cupcake rested there for two and a half years. And then I'm Where's cleaning I'm going? cleaning out this area. I'm cleaning out this area and the, I pull the backpack out and I go, "Oh my god, you know, I remember this backpack. Had a lot of memories associated with it." And I start to go through it to see of course if there's any cash, maybe I forgot about because I am just broke as, you know what, but I, I I find that cupcake and it looks the exact same as the day that I put it in there. And I said, "Well, surely I could probably take a bite of this." You said, "Surely I could?" Yeah, I said, "Surely I could." I open it up, smells the same. Looks the same, tasted the same. Now, I only took one bite to be safe, but it was just kind of one of those things where I was like, I wonder if this is still good. And it was. And that's not good. If if your food can last three years in a musty closet, then it's not good. So that's what I usually ask myself. And whenever tasted I'm trying to be a little bit, oh, it tasted great. I love a good cupcake. What I do with the cupcakes, the hostess cupcakes, I eat the bottom. No. Right? No, leave that leave that icing on the top to oh. myself, and oh. then I eat that. It's like two little treats in one. And I talked about like that reverse, in the episode that we were talking about. You're like a reverse Oreo eater, like the Maybe reverse so. Oreo. Maybe so, but it was it was fantastic. And now I wouldn't advise anybody to leave a snack cake yeah. in a backpack or some sort Don't of bag that. and leave it for three years. And like I said, I only took one bite, and I said that's enough for me. I just wanted to see what it would taste like, and I'm brave. I mean, people know that you're, about me. So. Yeah, you're a really brave person. I, I, hey, I take a lot of risks. I'll say this. I was at the store, you know, Starbucks Frappuccino in the bottles, the glass yeah, bottles. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got like mocha and vanilla. Of course they do. You ever see anything other than mocha and vanilla? Uh, yes. I did about two weeks ago. Hostess yeah. Twinkie flavor. Right. How bad is it Hostess getting? snack cake flavor Frappuccino. It's really bad when you can get a you Twinkie. drink that if you want to die. You can get a Twinkie in a liquid form. You hate while yourself. you're while you're eating a Twinkie, and then you could also be snacking on Twinkie ice cream. That's how bad things are getting, and and we'll leave it at that. All right, we covered leftovers. We covered a lot of other things. Did we, we cover got, leftovers? We, we got a little political there for a second, and I was worried, but that's <laughs> going to do it for this point? episode. Uh, we, we're, not gonna, we're not going to specify. And and by the way, yeah, if 
just a fair warning. If you're at a pizza buffet and you see chili, go for it. All right. No. That's if you take one thing away from this episode, go for it. This has been all you need to know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm Isaac Bell. And you guys take it easy. This has been all you need to know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.